Welcome to Antique Dust. Hello and welcome to our little pop-up podcast. Do you like that? Pop-up. I know, Pop-up podcast. Anyway, I'm Jonathan. I'm Rob. And together we are Antique, Antique Dust. Dust. Woo! Yay! Pop-up podcast. Pop-up podcast. Yay. Gosh, yeah, don't do, say do, that do you're too Yeah, do need a special... <laughs> Like logo or anthem or something no. for our pop-up podcast. No, 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 no. So what we're doing is doing a little pop-up podcast. So uh, obviously we will come up so with... So we will, we will be popping up. Popping when, up occasionally. When you least expect Spectre. us. So Ooh, be warned. Get you. So get a Mac ready to flash. So um, <laughs> what we're doing is uh, we're looking at the very, very first episode of long-running TV series. Um, so... Or, not long-running TV series. Or not long-running TV some series. Well, cases. this is the very first episode, sweetie. Uh, so today uh, we are looking at Scarecrow Miss King. <laughs> Mrs. King, sorry. Miss King, that sounds like <gasps> a librarian. Gosh, I'd be clutching my pearls because yeah. she's got two children. <gasps> Had a wedlock. Yeah. So, Miss, uh, Miss King is a cookery teacher. <laughs> Actually, I did have a Miss King as a cookery teacher. There you go, then. <gasps> My God. Hitting every stereotypical I thing on the way. I didn't know that in advance. <laughs> Honestly, I didn't. So, um, what we thought we'd do, because it'd be kind of fun, because obviously this podcast... Fun? Fun! I know, it's strange that. Well, that's uh, we're, we're strangers to fun on this podcast. Oh, I know, we're just so serious and stuff like We're actually wearing a three-piece suit and sort of cravat things anyway i'm wearing a velvet smoking jacket yes. i'm fiddling my cufflinks marvelous um <laughs> so what we thought we'd do obviously we're very loving vintage tv and nostalgia tv i know vintage 1970s 1980s maybe even 1990s so um we tapped in to scarecrow and mrs king now i really really loved this show and and I, I only watched a few episodes because obviously it was always it was one of these things that got shoved along the, along the TV schedules. I think it was, it was a, a filler, week- wasn't it? It was like a weekend thing, you know. Yeah. Before yeah. the Night Rider and A Team thing kicked in, yeah. I think this was one of those ones which they bought a series and, and worked with it. But I yeah. think, and I think they shoved it into odd. Yeah, it, it didn't. It didn't. It wasn't a series that I I, I don't think it kind of got. It wasn't a sort of Monday night at eight o'clock. No, it like wasn't. It was, I think it was it more was like a bit a, more of a, a Charlie's assassin. Angels kind of. Yeah, but it it just got shuttled. Or heart to heart. Oh, I loved heart to heart. Oh my god, we're gonna have to do a very first episode. Oh, of heart to heart. oh my! Oh my when they met god. at murder. Uh, murder. 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 God, that's Tiger. Oh, that's Tiger. Oh, we watched yeah. the very first episode. That was. That, yeah, that was we didn't dreary. do a podcast on it. No, that was a little bit dreary. It was a pilot. No, I don't. I don't mean no the pilot. I don't mean the pilot did it. I mean, <laughs> it, was, it was a pilot episode. That's what I meant. So, Clear on that. So yeah. So Scarecrow and Mrs. King. It was one of those TV shows. You remember that the, the uh, Crocodile Dundee film where he's he sort of goes into American opulent hotel and sits the TV on because he's seen he's seen TV before and he sticks the TV on and it's an episode of I Love Lucy. It, I, I Love Lucy. Same and he th- says that was what was on last time. Last yeah. time I and watched it. That's a similar thing. I, I think I, re- I, 
I can remember watching six different episodes, but I think I've watched those six different episodes repeatedly. Yeah. I know what I do know what you mean. There are some some series where whenever I tune in, it always seems to be the same episode. Yeah, it's yeah. So, but anyway, but Scarecrow, and Mrs. King. The premise of the TV show is uh, you've got a spy, an American spy, codenamed Scarecrow. And you've got Mrs. King, who is a divorced housewife living with a mother with two sons. She's like a soccer mom, everything. But soccer mom, soccer mom, soccer mom. 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 I never played soccer. I was more rugby and lacrosse. Well, I didn't play soccer. I played football, but I didn't play oh. soccer. Soccer is the only thing that Americans say to distinguish it from American well, football. Well, football was far too much effort. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't really enjoy it. I. I. I worked out that if I ran away from the ball rather than <laughs> towards the ball, then I, I didn't really have to get too involved in anything. <laughs> you were never picked for the team. <laughs> you were no. There, you were busy c- c- cutting the orange slices at <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. I, I was, rubbing, I was rubbing, rubbing the players down between. <laughs> between, between. Yeah, the communal showers. Yeah. You, were, you were setting out the toiletries. Yes. <laughs> Take two bottles into the shower? No. I'd be there to hand them to you. <laughs> It was just Robert standing there with a towel and an information leaflet. It was a white clean one, marvellous. <laughs> Laminated. So anyway, Scarecrow Mrs. King. Mrs. King is a divorcee living with a mother with two kids. Yeah, you said Typical, that already. Yeah, and uh, the premise is she then gets involved with the spy industry. As you do. As, as you do. You, know, you, as just, you, do. you just fall into it. So, uh, so there's lots of capers and what have you and there was uh, there was an episode in germany and there's one in london i remember i think i seem to remember gene stapleton playing a, a british spy in a few episodes yeah so it was all a little bit of a nonsense but we were discussing this before the podcast started i mean, obviously we talk about this beforehand we talk endlessly. endlessly we're just so fascinated by the subject that we just <laughs> even in our sleep we talk about it yeah so um so it it's the formula of these type of TV shows. I mean, there was 88 shows made. Uh, there was four series, 22 episodes, arc, story arc, each series. And it went from, I think, 83 to 88 or something, or 84 to 88, anyway. Um, but there was a Obviously, lot of... the research that we do for this, was, for this is, the, is, is, is just, just so phenomenal. It's amazing. It's phenomenal. Phenomenal. Uh, Thank goodness for Wikipedia. I know, fabulous. So, he's... Uh, the the, the storyline is the premise of it is it's sort of a comedy action adventure. Yeah, and but what what we were actually what it certainly occurred to me is that you know we don't really have these kind of comedy action adventure TV shows. Any. No, I can't, I, I'm struggling to think of any. There's plenty of comedies and there's plenty of action adventure, but that sort of crossover just doesn't seem to happen no, very not, much now. I, I think, so, like, series like NCIS, where you've got the quirky hipster well, you always, you, thing, you, you, where, you where do you've get, got like a comedic got, character. Yeah, you, you've got comic relief, and you've got, you know, comedy moments, but... But not but, really, it's not know, like a, a, the overriding arc, it's like a little bit of action adventure, a little bit of a, a, a nonsense bonk, bonkers plot, and you're entertained along the whole way. I mean... Say you've got CSI where you've got some of the quirky, interesting characters in that. Uh, you've got sort of CS, um, CSI, I've already mentioned that one, NCIS. And you've got all these ones where they're, they're quite serious. And then if they do a comedy, comedy episode, it's like 
like with the Buffy, I had the musical episode. Yeah, I think but, Buffy was quite amusing and comedic. Yeah, but we're talking but, the same the same era. Yeah. Well, no, Buffy was nineties. This is eighties. Um, oh yeah, but I'm I'm being generous with the the expression era. Yeah. Don't I, don't contradict me, Jonathan. <laughs> We've had words about this yeah. before. <laughs> However, so you've got Kate Jackson in this. Kate Jackson was the one of the original Charlie's Angels. Well, she was my favorite angel. She was my favorite as well. She yeah. was in the, the Charlie's Angels went for four series as well, but she left after at the end of series three. Yeah, she was replaced by Shelley Hack. Mm. I, I never took to Shelley Hack. But the thing is, Kate's, Kate Jackson has got... It, she, what, what, she, I mean, she could sort of put margarine on toast and I'd still watch it because she's, she is so in... She, she's, so, there's something about her. She's so ordinary looking, but what she... She doesn't do anything extraordinary, but she just captivates something. I mean, with Charlie's Angels, she was the sort of normal... I mean, she was obviously she's very pretty and she's very glamorous, but next to the other two... Well, Farrah Fawcett and Jacqueline Smith. That's it, where you, you, you sort of, through, you've got an ozone layer above them, so they've always got a permanent tan because there's, there's no ozone layer above them about the hair lacquer. But, she, I mean, she was very pretty, but amongst those two, she was quite average looking. But, but got, she was in Charlie, sorry, but this isn't a Charlie's Angels podcast. However, um, I think what you would say is that that Kate Jackson was the brains of the outfit. Yes, I mean she was. She was, she was like plain Jane super brain. Yeah, she, so she 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 could do it. I mean she looked hot, and but it was it was very good. I mean that series really put her on the mark. Mac. I mean they were map on they were on like front cover of Time magazine numerous times and X Y and Z and 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 it was a really it was a bonkers feel good comedy sort of. Action so, what we're talking about now, Charlie's Angels. Charlie's Angels. Okay. And, and Scarecrow and Miss King is along a similar vein. It wasn't like full glam, but obviously, you've got Charlie's Angels. It felt like an extension of Charlie's Angels, where you've got Kate Jackson, who was the brains of the outfit, and now she's 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 got married, she's had two kids, and then you feel that then she's gone back to normal life and she's forgotten about. She's had a brain. Yeah, she's retired. What was her name? Sabrina. Sabrina, Sabrina Duncan. Yeah. yeah. So Sabrina Duncan has retired from from the Angels Detective Agency and got for, married for reasons for of security has changed her name um, to Mrs. Mrs. King. I what was, did she have a first name? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure Mrs. wasn't her first name. That would oh, that, that would be bonkers. Amanda King. Amanda King. So she's she's changed her name for for uh, secure to protect her children probably. Yeah. And she has through she has manipulated her way back into, into the, the spy into, business. Into the spy business. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Marvelous. There we go. Oh, that, yeah. But unfortunately she wasn't. She was just a standard soccer mom, divorced from her husband, living with the mum. And she's running a Cub Scout group and doing a bake sales and things like that. And there's how she gets involved is th- through some sort of nonsense plot where Scarecrow is at a glamorous party as dressed as is the it waiter. Lee Stetson or something his name. Uh, his name isn't Scarecrow. No, I think Stetson. Uh, Lee Stetson. Lee Stetson. This yes. is quite a good name, Stetson. Oh, you could just like the heart. Yeah, you can ma- imagine sort of yeah. someone. Yeah. Ste- if, if, Lee if he was Stetson. A, yeah, yeah. From if, Bonanza. If he was a char- <laughs> if he was a character in Taggart, he'd be called the Heart. <laughs> Not Scarecrow. He'd be the Heart. The Heart. The Heart. So, so. Okay, the new. So Lee Stetson's on a, on a job. He's collected a parcel, which uh, he has 
acquired at this glamorous party who's dressed as a waiter. Um, you have someone in a tonga. To- a tonga? 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 A toga. It's a toga party. It's a toga it party. Really yeah, because apparently toga parties were all the rage in the early 80s. Um, that's when you didn't couldn't go to dressing up shops or anything like that. You just wear sort of sheets. Wear a bed Egyptian sheet. cotton, Egyptian cotton, sweetie. Uh, so for some nonsense plot, he collects his parcel and that's at night. Uh, he runs off and the guy that gives him the parcel gets shot from the bad guys. And then we cut to uh, Mrs. King, Amanda, uh, Amanda, uh, Amanda King, dropping her boyfriend off, who we only see glimpses of. He's a bit bland and boring. He's one of these people who bald with a fringe and wears beige a lot. Bald with a fringe? Yeah, you know. Like a bald... comb over? No, no, he didn't have it. No, he's sort of, uh, sort of got a bald head, but you've still got the side of the, the bit of the hair at the sides and the back. I mean, sorry, if you're bald, love, just take the whole lot off and go bald. Sorry, there, there's fashion tips yeah. from Jonathan. That's coming from two people, neither of whom are bald, are bald or are very likely to become bald. No. Well, I've become bald twice. Through, through choice. choice. Yes. Through choice. £1,500 made for Brave the Shave, marvellous. Um, so, anyway, she drops him off at the station dressed in her dressing gown with a mac over the top. And then out of the... My mum used to do that. Oh, it was, uh, I know. I'm sorry. If you yeah. got, if, just, she used to... Just put some cause, slats cause, on. Yeah, or. because my dad started to work very, very early. My mum would get up very early and she would have to go down to the to the shop, the corner shop, to buy milk and rolls and breakfast stuff. And she would just put her coat on over, over her, her uh, goonie, her uh, goonie, her nightgown. Okay. called it a goonie in Scotland. Uh, over her goonie. And um, and wander off down to the corner shop and back again. <laughs> oh no! I'm sure Kate Jackson didn't call it a goonie. Sorry, no, I I, I, I couldn't. No. Sorry, sorry. Just sling on some jeans or, or some slacks. Oh yeah, she probably hadn't even washed. I know. Oh. oh no. So anyway, so she goes off to drop drop the boyfriend that her mum is trying to make her get engaged to. But he seems really boring and dreary, and I think that's the whole point. He only has about two lines in the first episode. I mean, he's in another scene at the back end of the episode, but you only see his back with his shining dome and fringe, which is just very annoying. Um, so she's at the station. Apparently, from overnight for the last eight hours, he's been running along the train tracks or some such nonsense. Yeah. He could have got a bus, surely. Well, I mean, I was, I mean, as we were talking about this before we switched this on, he could have got, a, he could have just acquired a car. I mean, sorry, he's a spy. He could probably hotwire something. He's at a party. Yeah. There's loads of cars in the car. He'll do an attack. An Uber. Could have got an Uber. No, they didn't have Ubers then. Did, did they, they not? They? No. Oh. Yeah, was, oh, how? They didn't even have rickshaws. Oh. Oh. Well, they did oh. in Asia, but not in America. Um, so. So anyway, we'll forgive that. And he gives her the parcel and pushes her on the train. And she, and don't forget the important the important thing in this. So give is this to the give this to a man in a red, red hat. hat. Guess what, boys well, and girls? There's a Fez convention on the train. So the train is inexplicably <laughs> filled of men. full of men wearing red hats, hats. fezes to be so, precise. Um, so she ends up getting off the train and going back home with the parcel. Um, they find her out, and then basically there's a bit of nonsense of a plot, a bit of jiggery pokery. I think there's some sugar in a petrol tank at some point, isn't there? That's, that's towards the end. I mean, ultimately, it turns out that she's got the parcel, uh, she's posted the parcel somewhere else, and then her, Amanda and Scarecrow have to break into the post office to find the parcel. Bad guys are around. And it's blah, 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 blah. And then so ultimately there's a there's a situation where um she's 
she's finding out that yeah he's a spy they have a bit of a sort of tete-a-tete she gets called into the office um, mrs king we'd like to offer you a job in the spy business well it doesn't doesn't get in that doesn't get offered on that this episode what's the next episode the next episode she's invited to go and work as a secretary in a, in a se- as a secretary um but there's a there's a, another spy a blonde one that's going for cookery classes the person that's going to cookery classes is hypnotizing her getting <laughs> state secrets and uh waking her up so We've not we've, we've not watched this episode. How are you so familiar with it? No, no. This is this episode. No, this is this episode. Because the, the the blonde lady was oh, kidnapped. Oh gosh, did I did I nod you, off? You, I think I think maybe you were sort of filling up our drinks or something. Oh, so yeah, okay. And, was, and this is the I house. was refreshing I, your gin glass. And it turns out that at the, the the station that Mrs King was taking a cub group for is where the cookery show is actually on. And one of the, the person that's coordinating. Oh yeah, the, I do remember something the, about the person that's show. coordinating the cookery show is like. She's like the spy master. A big the, the spy master bad guy or yeah, bad lady. Yeah, it's like sort of Julia Child's gone wrong. It's, it's, it's Julia Child's gone rogue. Yeah. And so she's she's yeah. giving... And, and, and gentle listener, if you've understood anything of the plot of this programme, well done you. Because <laughs> clearly I haven't. <laughs> so there's a, there's a general nonsenseness. Uh, Mrs. King's told not to, not to interfere. She next naturally interferes. She goes to the house trying to sell... Cub Scout cookies. I didn't know Cub Scouts did cookies. I thought it was girl guys. I thought it was girl guys. But she's she's got a toggle and everything. A toggle. A toggle. I mean a woggle. A woggle. Uh, Does she have a toggle on the woggle? Uh, I must have done. Yes. Um, then she rescues sort of Lee from the <laughs> from the menace from the helicopter. The hooded claw from from the helicopter because he's been kidnapped and he's on the helicopter being flown yeah. in. Gosh, was this a very long episode? It was or, very. Yeah, or, or, or was it was it a packed episode? I, I, I think maybe you drifted I, I, off. I think I might have done. <laughs> I think I, I was updating my Facebook status. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, I watched this gecko and this gay. Why were we watching this? No, no, but it's lovely. It's great. It's just a general nonsense plot. There's a there's a, a little bit of action midway through. There's a big action at the end where um, Mrs. King rescues him, gets the parcel. Uh, go, they fly off in a helicopter with him with his hands behind his back while she's flying the helicopter and he's giving instructions. And the bad guys... So what's the significance of his hand behind his back? Well, because she's flying the helicopter. Because he's he, he, she's trying to un, un, unravel his knots. She's not very good at <laughs> oh, knots. he's tied up. He's tied up. He's tied up. he's been kidnapped, okay. hasn't he? So you didn't say that bit. So, well, uh, I, I, are you sure I watched this? Yes, <laughs> I am. Very much so. Sorry, it sounds really good. I might, I might, yeah. I might, I might watch this. Episode. Rob looks at the final detail of sci-fi and looks at every every method on it. I look at general nonsense and I can remember every single scene. It's just general. Yeah, well, I, didactic memory for rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all very very lovely. Um, and she puts uh, sugar in the. The, the, the petrol tank of the bad guy's car. They then steal her station wagon. Which but surely, if the bad guy was a was an accomplished TV uh, cookery expert, she could have taken the sugar and turned it into a lovely meringue. Yeah, a meringue or a, or a nice Victoria sponge. Yeah, marvelous. But uh, anyway, the general nonsense is the helicopter is flying around badly while she's unwrapping his. Knots, and he's not. Yeah, and wow, that sounds that sounds saucy. <laughs> the station wagon is chasing the the helicopter. Has a standoff that the station wagon goes over a cliff, and not the, in a Thelma Louise. No, fashion. no, no. It's just a bit of shrubbery, and basically trashes her station wagon, her mum wagon, 
um, and then it ends with them having a little bit of uh, banter and until next time it's very good but ultimately the, the the premise works really well the chemistry worked really well between sort of Kate Jackson yeah I mean that's what I mean I, I might I might have lost some of the finer points of the the but, intricate plot but what I would say is that yeah, there was definitely definitely chemistry between Kate Jackson and Bruce Box like Box Box Leitner, um, who I only really remember from Babylon Five. And he's uh, um, yeah, Box Leitner. He's been in. He's been a jobbing actor all his life. He's had a few sort of big-ish hits, but he's just really. He was in Tron, wasn't he? He was in Tron, and he's given up on Tron because he's in like Tron One, Two, and Three. Yeah, I never really engaged particularly with Tron. No, I had that on Betamax. That was did I, you? I, I think well, that did I, you have Betamax? Yes. We had Betamax. Yeah. Is that, well, I think we've had this discussion. I had a big Betamax collection. And then... And Dad got VHS. Yeah. I was... that Kel, Kel Damage. <laughs> <laughs> I was gutted. But I, mean, I think... Gutted. Ul- ultimately, I mean, he's a bit... His character is a bit bland. He's meant to be a bit of a gigolo, but it just looks a bit generic. Kate Jackson wins it. Kate Jackson's mum, played by Beverly Garland, again, is a good, solid actor. That ha- the only starring role she's had of films have been like B movies and things like that. But she's been, she, she's got a certain look and a tone to her voice. Just a jobbing actress, put herself but, through I mean, the right. I mean, and she passed away unfortunately in two thousand and eight. But she had a very good good innings um but kate jackson i so i was reading up about kate jackson and i think although charles angels put her on the map in a big way she'd done a few sort of schlocky films prior to that uh, but she'd been put on on the map and but i think charlie's Angel- school for teenage girls yeah yeah I mean, but she, she remade she remade that in the 90s i think yeah <laughs> but she was her big movie which she she was asked to do and she wanted to do was Kramer versus Kramer for the Meryl Street role um, she was the first choice but Aaron Spelling said she couldn't because she was under contract with Charlie's Angels so Charlie's Angels put her on the map but also held her back because if she had done Kramer versus Kramer that would yeah, but she wouldn't have been offered Kramer versus Kramer if she hadn't done Charlie's Angels so, so it's, 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 a, it's a catch it's a chicken too. and an egg situation but, the last time she was in anything was in 2009 but she was she, she was in Criminal Minds as the mother of yeah she was Emily Prentice's mother I remember I remember that episode yeah well she was in a few episodes wasn't she I remember she those episodes yeah so but she hasn't acted since 2009 she's not been on TV or film and she was meant to have brought out a bio um and that has been put back to two days before 2021. Or two, two days before 2021. Yeah, that appara- well, apparently that's what it's been on the press release. Um, so what, that would be been, what, what, December the 30th? 29th or 29th? Or, yeah, this year. So it should be coming out to the end of this year then? Um, maybe. I think, or is it 2022? Maybe two thousand twenty-two, anyway. But anyway, it's been it's been delayed by years. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's like the next instalment of Game of Thrones. Then oh. in that case, <laughs> delayed after delay. Oh well. Um, but she also had a little bit of personal tragedy in her life when she got she, she, uh, her financial advisor ran off with a load of money, nearly making her bankrupt. But apparently, um, and she had some health issues as well. She's had some health issues as well, but and also, but she, I mean, she she got, had an out of court settlement, so she she's financially 
okay, we, we believe. We could always set up a GoFundMe account for her if she does get well, because she's fabulous. But I, 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 it's just worrying that she's, we've not seen her seen her in any worried um, yeah i'm worried i'm concerned is she on twitter can you tweet her oh maybe we'll find her on twitter we'll ask yeah. a question what are you doing sweetie are you, all, are you all right are you all right are hun? you all right hun? Inbox okay hun, inbox but me. overall i it, it's a generally nonsense plot and it's throwaway but it's great fun and i love the theme tune it is really good theme tune yeah. I mean, obviously it'll be this is probably on the opening credits uh of this podcast but do you, do you think? Do you think? I think. Yeah. yeah. Do you think? Ooh, wild so idea. Yeah. So, so you might already have heard it, and you'll probably hear it again at the end. Yeah. How? Yeah. The Scarecrow was King. I. It, it's a really silly title as well. I mean, cause it's, I mean, because at the time you had like eighteen, Knight Rider, Airwolf, Blue Thunder, and Scarecrow Mrs. King. It just feels a bit nonsense. It does feel a bit nonsense. You think like, who came up with that title? But it was hey, Scarecrow is king. It's memorable. It is it is, it is memorable. Uh, but you, if you if you were to poke a complete stranger in the street and say Scarecrow and Mrs. King, then assuming they were of a certain age, yeah, they would know exactly what you were talking about. Yeah, I, I was really showing my age. I mean, I'm I'm forty seven and Rob's fifty one. Shush now. I know we only sound twenty one. Shush now. But I was I was chatting. Lies. Doing, uh, I was doing a guest slot of someone else's podcast. And I was mentioning, we were talking about TV and stuff. You hussy. I know. I am a bit of a slut from the podcast <laughs> world. Um, and I was mentioning it because we were talking about controversial TV shows and whether it should be edited and everything. And I mentioned the TV series Minder. Did and you? He, and, and he had no idea. Well, because Minder, when it, say Minder was, was, was like very much an 80s TV show. And Write the theme tune, sing the, last, the theme tune. And the last time it was rerun, they re-edited it because it was racist. Because there was they they had they had terms for for black people, which were derogatory mm-hmm. that uh, we would not wish to use. And and they, they in and the they, they they edited the TV show down. And I say my my point on the on that type of thing, you should just let it go as it is but put a warning at the front yeah. and say no. I tend to agree I tend to agree that I'm not I'm not a fan of sort of retro fitting no, um, no. present day morality into I don't, older, I don't sanitize older I mean, shows I, I say I, I, I say we're both gay men and say in the 70s and 80s a gay character was either a flippant character that came out with a one liner and was camping I'm frivolous. free I'm free Mr Humphreys or it was some tragic figure that was living going to die of AIDS going to die of AIDS and I don't uh, say there's a whole trope th- there around is a, bury bury your gaze is, is what it's called that that refers to the fact that if a gay character in a certain period of time in film and TV you were going to die yeah it was it was one of those you were the, you were you, you were the light relief or you were going to have a tragic life um, and yet but it so and I, I don't want those to be written where Mr Humphrey is like, I'm free. It, it just wouldn't work. I mean, just let things go. And like with all the whole of these Black Lives Matters, yes, very much so, complete agreement. And removing the statues of uh, bigots and racists, fine. Don't destroy them. Put them in a museum and put it into context. They are that they, what they did was was friggin' awful. However, it's part of the history. People should learn from it and say it's not appropriate. It's not right. Shouldn't have them on display. I mean that one in in Bristol. Don't 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 keep it on display. Put it in a museum, and say let someone revere something else. 
someone else important in real time but don't re-edit live but if anything was like made now then no you have to make it appropriate unless you're talking I mean, the, so good, the good thing is is that on the whole the really really terrible examples of 1970s awfulness are so I'm, I'm thinking I'm, I'm thinking of you know um, love thy neighbor and what was uh, that other one with Warren Clark in? Not Warren, Warren Clark. Clark. Warren Clark. Warren Beatty. No, it wasn't Warren Beatty. No. It was Warren Mitchell. Warren Mitchell. Yeah. So. Till Death Do Us. But t- Till Death Do Us part is brilliant. I'm talking about the, the, the worst examples are actually so poor, so such rubbish that you wouldn't actually want to watch them anyway. I know there's a certain subset of people who think that On the Buses was the finest television show oh, ever no. to be made. But actually, I'm going to use a swear word now. It's crap. Total, total, I'm sorry if I've alienated any of our listenership, but if, frankly, if you're listening to this and you think that On the Buses is a great piece of television, then, frankly, unsubscribe. No, please, no, don't unsubscribe. Just just, just make lots of comments and it will create a heated debate. That'd be fabulous. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. that's enough politics. That's enough politics. But Scarecrow Mrs. King, it's not offensive by any stretch of the imagination. And it's fun. It's frivolous. It went for 88 episodes, bravo. Apparently, I was reading, because I, I think I've only seen the same episodes, or the same six episodes, but apparently they get married at the end, but yeah. they can't, they've got to hold, they've got it's that. a secret. They've got to cut, hold it hold it back as a secret. It's a secret. And I think, oh my God, that's so fabulous. Because the chemistry was, the chemistry was there. I mean, the, the, the protagonist, male protagonist, could have been replaceable with anybody, really. Well, he was sort of fairly generic, but the, pretty, pretty actor. But the two, the, the, but him and Kate Jackson, when they were together in the same scenes, the chemistry sizzled. But when he was on his own, it, it was sizzled a bit, like a sausage. Sizzled like a sausage. Anyway, I think we wittered on quite long. Anyway, about. so what what did you think of Scarecrow? Do you even remember it? Do you remember it? Have you ever heard of it? Yes. Um, is there are there any other TV shows that you'd like us to watch the very first episode of? Please do inbox us. We're on all social media. Yeah, platforms. next week we're watching the very first episode of On the Buses. Oh no, 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 Arthur. I know that was. Oh, that, that, well, no, that was yeah, that. Was on, yeah, yeah. on the bus. But the, the, the but good you, Arthur you, was Willow the Wisp. Yeah, you, you're, the fat, you're sort of, Mavis the yeah, Fat Fairy. Yeah, you're, you're, confu- you're confusing Olive and Mavis. Yeah, Mavis was cool. She, 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 she was a spirit animal. <laughs> An evil Edna. Mavis Cruet. <laughs> so, anyway, inboxes. We're on all social media platforms at, at Antique Dust. If you want to email us, it's hello at antiquedust.co.uk. We'd love you to subscribe. Please share, uh, share your comments, put inboxes everything so it's jonathan signing off and it's goodbye from rob it's goodbye Bye. this has been an antique dust production